0: everybody. This is the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida and welcome to the month of June. We are well into OTAs down at the facility. There's a lot going on. Of course, we had the retirement uh, of Stefan Tuitt this week and Deontay Johnson's at at, uh, OTAs and And we'll get into all that, plus a little bit on the quarterback's offensive line uh, and and a whole lot more as we get rolling. Um, My understanding is that Ian may jump in, but he's dealing with a house full of uh, children who have a stomach bug.
1: So he's
0: probably cleaning up vomit. I I was going to say I'll leave the gory details for someone else if Ben jumped in there. He's cleaning up Uh, some baby puke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I
0: think he was very excited because one of the kids made it to the bucket in time earlier. Um, and, and let me tell you, uh, boy, small wins.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: It's little victories right there, man. Um, so, uh, scarps and Ben will join me and, uh, we'll, we'll, will pound our way through this, uh, as best we can. Um, look, the to it thing, guys. We, you know, just just to give the the background real, real quick, because most people know it. Um, you know, his, his brother was killed in a hit and run uh, about this time last year, um, and obviously he struggled with that. Then he, he he looked like he was on the way back, a knee injury. He had some issues, and it just never happened. Um, then we hear, well, he sold his house in Pittsburgh, and he's going to Notre Dame again. Yeah. He's finishing. It. He's living in Indiana, and you know it, it was really hard to truly figure out what was going on with him. And and you know if you if you follow the NFL, you know June first is a big day, um, because it it uh, is big as far as cuts and and salary moves and things of this nature and, and stuff we'll talk about here. Well, well, yeah, without getting too specific. Um, so yesterday, yeah. Way,
2: Things of that so, nature. If you of that would. nature.
0: Uh, uh, squirrel in our nuts. Other things to that effect. What? Uh, yeah. Th- didn't he say that last year? No. Squirrel in our nuts. I thought Tom said that last okay, year. He
3: said a squirrel trying to find a nut. <laughs> or something like it. I think right, I We're think, only five minutes in and we're off the – we're gone. I think uh, that,
0: I think Dan at DC4LCustomtees.com, by the way, Uh I Think he's got a t shirt that says something like squirreling our nuts, and it's a little squirrel, but it's got Tomlin's head on it. It's hilarious, you're right. I gotta find it <laughs> anyway. Um, the reactions, guys, Stefan to it. Uh, I mean, were you surprised by this? Were you not surprised
3: at all? Uh, Ryan, go ahead, give us
0: your thoughts on, on when this came down yesterday.
4: Uh,
3: I, I. I wasn't surprised. Um, I, I've, I've sort of had that mentality all along that I, mm-hmm. I didn't expect him to come back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even, even as, as the optimism sort of grew in the locker room over the past, you know, couple weeks, um, you know, cam 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 sure sounded like he expected him back. And um, even, even sort of Tomlin and Colbert kind of, I don't want to say they hinted, but you know, the message wasn't like, Hey, Stefan's my guy, but I can't mm-hmm. speak about a situation. It, it, it turned into it, like, it sort of turned into, no, he'll be here. I don't know what you are worried about. And I don't know where that came from. I I feel that they should have just stuck with stuck with, Hey, I, I don't want to talk about it, but you know, he's my guy. He has my support, you know? Right. So, anyway. So right. I wasn't surprised. I've been, I've been bra- I've been prepping for it. Um, It just sucks. Uh, he, he's, he's not even 30 yet um he was drafted when he was young he was a really really good player when he was on the field um but in 2019 he tore his pack he missed i think 10 games it was a bunch. Um, 2020 um he would he had his probably he had his best season in 2020 as a pro he missed mm-hmm. one game which which he had covid um and then it was like sort of in that that bubble that was a weird year 2020 yeah no um, fans for the most part yeah and then last year heading into last year you know obviously um, his brother is, is, is killed in a hit and run and it's terrible. So, you yeah. know, I, I, I look at that as like, there's, you know, not, maybe not so much having COVID, but like, that's just like three really, you know, yeah weird things, unfortunate things to happen in a three year span. And, you know, he got his degree you know he doesn't need football. It, it just sucks because I feel that like he he's he's a really good football player, mm-hmm. um, and and I think that it's it's a really big loss for the team. So as much as I wasn't surprised, um, I'm still kind of uh, I don't know. I'm still just kind of questioning their thought process going into this draft and when they yeah. knew when they well. knew. Like did they did they did they know yeah. for a while or did they because I because Stefan doesn't strike me as that kind of person that would just randomly throw this at them, um, so there's a lot of questions to be asked and we'll probably never ever get the real answers to them, but that's why we're here to talk about it. Yeah,
0: and and so Ben, I'll throw that part of it to you. Um, I mean, you know, you you know people, Ryan knows people. I talk to people. I mean, what what have you been able to piece together? As far as a timeline, did did the Steelers know maybe uh, when did they know it?
1: I mean, did it affect the draft? Should it have affected the draft? So, I, no, uh, nothing. I yeah. I have not been able to piece anything solid together. I suspect they knew because the timeline is too coincidental. The, with June first, with June first, yeah. June first is just way too coincidental a date. Uh, by delaying his retirement until June 1st, they get to split the cap hit over two years for the dead money, as opposed to taking it all this year. Mm -hmm. So um, it's better for the team. Sure. From a cap standpoint that they waited this long. Um, You know, I, I don't think honestly do not think it would have changed the way they drafted. Um, They thought, they were they got a second round value with Layal. Um, right. Uh, you know, some people say he was a first rounder. I don't agree with nah, that. I, I, I think he was, that. you know, he's a second round player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think they were all in on quarterback in the first round. I mean, they just mm-hmm. were they were gonna take one, they were dead set. This is what we're doing, and they were gonna identify the group of quarterbacks that they're willing to take. I Disagree with that approach too But you know they don't ask me what the hell I think. No. No. They do I not that, They would damn it. They should. Oh shit They I absolutely they should <laughs>
0: Not out of your not gonna, breath, But
1: So I I really don't think That it changed much um, They Maybe they found out um, Late in free agency You know mm-hmm. or after the first couple Of waves and and The guys that were left at that point Really Weren't you know ideal type players to, to roll in there and 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 put in that spot anyway so they just what yeah. now nah, you know let's just wait and see what, what we get in the draft um, we we've, we've seen them in the past uh, in the second round go after players that were extremely talented that maybe had a few issues at some, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. in some way um, and and uh, George Pickens you know Fits that bill. Yep. So I don't think they would have gone a different direction in the draft. They, they got the guy they liked in the third round. Um, I don't think he's ready to step in and fill Stefan to shoes. I mm-hmm. agree with Brian. This is a loss for the team. Um, I do not believe that Tyson Aluoglu at 35 years old. He just turned 35 this last month. Yep. Um, and coming off a broken ankle is, is a shoe in. No one intended right. to, uh, to be as good as he was before, as effective as he was in, in 2021 before he broke the ankle. So uh, there are question marks, and there are question marks along both lines, but we can talk about the other one later.
0: Yeah, and, and as far as this goes, I, I mean, you know, to it was uh, long arms. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, he had all of the attributes that the Steelers love in a defensive lineman. Yep. Um, and, you know, as Ryan was pointing out, in 2020, he had what really was his best year um, in, in that weird COVID, uh, you know, 5,000 people in the stands season, if any at all, in some cases. Right. Um you know he did. He, he played great, and and then unfortunately had the the pec injury, and and that was that. But um, it, it is it's a loss because you can't just say here Isaiah Laudermilk, or here uh, Demarvin Leal take over. It's not that easy.
1: You know Chris uh, Wormley says he's gained weight, and and he feels like he's going to be in a position to uh, to play more this year. Mm-hmm. And he I mean he played a lot last year, obviously. Um, I think he gained weight because he got his ass kicked in the run game. And yeah, he
0: was fine rushing the passer. Oh yeah, was,
1: no, he was, was a, more about was yeah. very effective rushing the passer. Yeah, <laughs> he just more about stopping the run. Was his yeah issue. exactly. He was not a good run stopper, and and the Steelers' defense was terrible versus the run. And I expect some improvement this year, but I don't expect them to be their old dominant selves this mm-hmm. year. I don't expect that, and I I wish I could, because when you can make, when you can force the other team to be one dimensional, they're a lot easier to defend. Oh. So when when you look at that,
0: the personnel that's there. So when, when they're in base, it's it's you know you've got Hayward. Uh, Which base? And, well, let's call the it three, let's call it the three four base because I know they we're in nickel the, the more. But yeah, I was, was going to get it, to that next. All right. So we know that al or or Montrevious Adams is going to be over the nose. And then you're going to have uh, Hayward. Uh, who, who's the guy that, that's the other end in that situation?
1: Uh, it'll be Wormley or Loudermilk. I mean, it, right. it'll kind of, you know, we'll see how that shakes out, you know. And then Liao will get some time, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to get a ton of time, but yeah. I think he'll get some time. And then what I'm curious
0: about is when they do go to that four-man front, which is the more of the base these days, the nickel, where they typically uh, knock Cam down on the inside. it uh, would have been on the inside. Of course, he's now yep. gone. So, you
1: know, does that become a rotational thing? Well, it, it was before. You yeah. It. You know, Alu-Alu will, will be the second guy, and he was last year mm-hmm. with It with out, and he was very effective. And, you know, hopefully he can still be very effective versus the run, and they can platoon some guys in on passing downs to give him a blow, give him a rest, and um, it'll work itself out. I just – I don't want to count on that. I didn't want to see the Steelers put themselves in a position where they had to count on that to happen. I wanted to see them kind of hedge their bets and and have some more depth there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So – you know that that's the position that that's realistically where they're at right now. Is that they've got to count on Tyson Alualu being yeah. as effective as he was versus the run specifically, right?
0: So, 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 Ryan, let me ask you this: What would you say is a bigger need right now to add uh, a defensive lineman or to add an outside linebacker?
3: Uh, that's a, i mean that's a good question. I mean I to they, they need depth, right? But but yeah. to me to me the free agent poll doesn't look as glamorous right now. Um yeah. there will there will be guys that get cut at camp. It's hard, as man, just
1: added Tuesday skip, Tuzar skipper, man.
3: <laughs> we did add the skip that's,
1: man back. That's as glamorous a signing as there ever is. Tuzar sounds like a
0: character from Flash Gordon. Sounds like Rico Buzzy. The no, Rico,
3: the Rico losses of linebackers. Um, you know, I, am going to switch the subject here. Um, they they definitely <laughs> they definitely def- def- need depth. Okay, but I think what they need more is to to hop on a time machine and go back to that first round about six weeks ago.
2: <laughs> oh boy! Ooh.
3: So there were only two offensive players drafted after the Steelers took Pickett at twenty, and that was Linderbaum. Yep. to the Ravens, and then Smith to the offensive tackle to the Cowboys. Everybody else yep. was a defensive player, okay. Interesting. And I I I looked it up earlier, and I'm but but uh, Devontae Wyatt was one, Quay Walker was another, mm-hmm. Devin Lloyd was another, uh, Dax Hill was another. Um, so that's just I think that's four or five. Anyway, so my so so if so if if you still got. Uh, and he goes by Marv. If you st- if you still got Marv Leal in round three, mm-hmm. um, and you drafted a defensive player in round one, I'm not. I I mean, to me, I I don't think you have. You would still have question marks. You'd be like, okay, they're unproven, sure. but but I'd rather have a Devonte Wyatt there at twenty, and sure. the and Marvel or, or Dax Hill or, or Dax Hill, I, either one of them. Whatever. So, so give me give me a give me a defensive player that we had talked yeah. about. Or or my guy was Kyrie Elam for the Bills. Yeah. But 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 I'm just so my point being is that they got and this will segue into this, they got a, a quarterback who's running third team right now. Yeah. Um and I know it's just OTAs and it doesn't matter. We'll get right but yeah. but I mean, like if if they knew about this before the draft. And they still went with Kenny Pickett. I question that even more because I think
1: they were going to no matter what.
3: And and to me, that's just like, to me, that's just I, I, I like like he's not. We'll never be, know. We'll he's never not. Know. Well, yeah, we'll never know. But Kenny, no. like, like he's not going to be Terry Bradshaw. He's not going to be Ben Roethlisberger. No. So I like like I understand though that te- you want a franchise quarterback, but like yep. I didn't like. I, I don't know. I I, I hope that that I, wasn't. I the agree case.
1: with you, and, and I I hope it's a good pick. And he's a stealer now. and We got a root yes. To I hope he kills or, him. You know, but I I agree um, in so much as and and Linderbaum, who you just brought up, the Raven taking him that really hurt. I mean, that stung literally when, when yeah, that he, happened. I was like, God, that
0: sucks. Is it is it fair to say, Ben, that you were of the mindset that? You were okay going into the season with with Trubisky and Rudy, and and maybe waiting on quarterback till next year, or were you thinking I, maybe I grab absolutely later,
1: or yeah. or grabbing a guy to develop as a long term backup somewhere in the middle rounds? Yeah. I absolutely was was keen on that idea. Love yeah. it.
0: Yeah, Ryan, you were kind of in that same ballpark.
3: Yeah, and and every like I said, everybody used to say I'm negative or whatever, and like yeah, I like, Kenny, I like we him. are not negative on <laughs> this. Program. No, I just I'm just gonna say I liked I liked I liked Kenny Pickett. Um, I still like <laughs> Kenny Pickett. I hope he does really well. I just I just I just yeah. there's just always gonna be something that I don't like about that. I, I and, get it, and you know I was absolutely absolutely thrilled. To to not overspend for Mitch Trubisky, I was thrilled that they yeah. didn't yeah. that they didn't trade for Deshaun Watson, which oh, God, was yes. worse and worse mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. um, or Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Like, listen, all you all you Steelers fans out there that wanted one of those three guys and you were like, and and you were ready to just just risk it all. Like yep. that Penny Pickett pick at twenty is so not even risky compared to what you would do <laughs> for those guys, but like. I just, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I, I, I was fully okay with Mitch and Mason battling yeah. it out. And That's then, and then rest too. in peace, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, I thought that he was going to have a chance to compete as well. I don't necessarily know what his role would have been had he not, mm-hmm. had he not competed well. But I fully suspected that those were going to be the Steelers three quarterbacks yeah. heading into this season.
0: Yeah. Hey, I uh, want to remind everybody we are uh presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. Deck serves Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com and thanks to John Deck showed my daughter a very nice time down there for about 10 days. She's uh now home and uh uh looking for a job and everything else. Yes, Ben.
1: This is not peanut butter whiskey. It's not, nor is this. Yeah, it's, it's nor is that. It's whiskey flavored whiskey. Whiskey flavored whiskey. That's right. Can't go wrong with whiskey-flavored whiskey. No flavoring, just whiskey. Mm. In a oh glass. No flavoring.
0: Ice. Love it. Uh, you know what, guys? Since we're talking quarterbacks, let's keep talking quarterbacks. Um, and, and real quickly, I would like to bring uh Mr. Vomit himself in. Damn, uh, that's here, here comes Ian. Uh, Ian, are are we in any danger of any projectiles being hurled at us right now?
4: Not right now. No.
1: Okay. All right. Will Maggie goes, puke on your laptop? Well, <laughs> yeah. Don't watching. let that happen.
0: Yeah. Well, she that would is be awesome. asleep
4: right next to me. So that would that. be it's awesome. My goodness. Goodness.
0: Yeah. Because uh, I've seen those kids. They sit up in bed kind of like Linda Blair and the Exorcist, and it just starts coming. <laughs> that, I'm was, telling you, that was it comes how that was. Out
4: of no- yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how it was last night. It was just yeah, like. Yeah, well,
0: you, you, you can have that stuff.
4: Um, <laughs> we have uh, discussed, obviously,
0: and we talked a little bit about To It and stuff, and we were just getting ready to talk quarterbacks here. Uh, Colin Dunlap this week, uh, radio personality in Pittsburgh, was, uh, for lack of a better term, he was all a Twitter uh, sure. because he thinks uh, Kenny Pickett should not be the third stringer. He's a first round guy. you got to get him more reps, everything else. And uh, Ben, I saw, responded and said, hey, you know, it worked out pretty well for Ben Roethlisberger. Um, What is uh, what's your thought, Ian?
4: So to start with, I think we need to give Ryan some props here, because on draft night, Ryan said Mason Rudolph was going to be the number one QB at OTAs, or at least he was going to take first team snaps. And Ben jumped all over him and said he was insane. And Ryan was correct.
1: No. He yeah. was oh, correct. here we no, go. No, so, Trubisky, Trubisky was number one in OTAs. I believe
4: starter. I believe Ryan's quote was the first day of OTAs, Mason Rudolph is gonna take first team snaps, and I believe that he did on the first day. No. Check the tape. All right.
1: So. <laughs> I believe no, I that like Ryan that. did say that, but that's incorrect because Trubisky was the starter at OTA's.
3: I thought Rudy took first team this first I day. I think Rudy did first day. It really was rate. first day, I'm pretty sure. So, I, you know what, it's not about being right. No, 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 it's about gentlemen. being negative. <laughs> All right, it's wine. It's heart healthy. All right, we're lying hey, That's true. He's dead yeah, warm
0: himself tonight. Red,
3: red, red, wine, red wine and a Tupperware cup. I That'll love it. Oh, wine. yeah, I'm not fancy. I'm not fancy by by any stretch.
4: At at any rate, (laughs) the depth chart at OTAs should be read into about as much as the depth chart that gets published on paper during the preseason because it does not matter. Tomlin always puts the new guys at the bottom of the depth chart. Some of it's to send a message to show them, hey, regardless yeah. of where you were drafted, you got to work your way up, right? The first, I think, I think Najee Harris might have been the exception to the rule because like everyone kind of knew Najee Harris was going <laughs> to be the starter, but like,
1: yeah, and because it, the guy's behind him. It was a safe assumption there. Yeah.
4: yeah. But, but pretty much everybody else was, you know, yeah. everyone who's been a number one pick has started the first depth chart during training camp, appears at the Back end of the list, unless there's other rookies behind that were taken behind them. Um, yeah, so no, I'm not reading anything into it. You know, we have three guys with an offensive coordinator who is gonna expand his playbook from what he was able to do last year with a quarterback with two lead feet, and now you know we'll see what these more mobile guys can do. And yeah, you know, it's 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 OTAs. You read it's football and shorts, Absolutely. you read nothing into it.
1: Absolutely. I just
4: fixed my mic.
1: What was wrong with it? I was using the wrong one, apparently.
0: Oh, oh well, uh, okay, sounds better. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, ben, you are the one that commented back at, at Dunlop for that, or Dunlap, whatever his name was. Uh, what, what? You know, you should not be spurt his name. Ian is a huge fan. You might offend him. <sighs> You know, I personally don't have a problem with him. I mean for the most part he's pretty good, but that tweet was stupid. I'm sorry. It, it, was, it, it, it was a homer tweet, okay? Absolutely. It, it was it was aimed at an audience that loves Kenny Pickett yeah. and wants to support him no matter what. And he wanted to generate some traffic out of it, make some Twitter hay, whatever however you want to put it. Yep. And uh, so he put it out there, but it was dumb. I mean Ben was the third team quarterback all summer. Yep. Until the second week of camp, and then Cower promoted him, mm-hmm. and he went into the team. He went into the team, went into the season. Excuse me, as the the backup. Yep. And then Tommy Maddox got injured. We know the rest. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and uh, I, I mean, I, I just I don't I'm with the in on that. I don't have any issue with it. Um, Ryan, what do you, do you have a, a preference one way or the other on how Tomlin's dealing with the quarterbacks?
3: So real, real quick about a depth chart story. Uh, yours truly used to put together the depth chart. Uh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. man. Uh, in my first Ladies and gentlemen, year, this my, is depth
0: chart stories. In my
3: first year, stars. I was very nervous. Um, you know, I had my little notepad fucking writing down for all this shit. I mean, I put hours into the fucking thing. And I, put it, and I did like I showed it to Kelly. He's like, Ryan, I saw you working too hard. He goes, I don't give a shit. No. So, so like, but like he was like, so after that, it's just like, it's just like you just Literally, like you would, you just write down what you see out there, and that was it. So you're right. Don't read anything. in Wait, it. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, hey Marlin told you to just write down what you see out there. No, 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 no. It was more like it was more like like when I was putting it together, I was yeah. I was more like just getting in my own head. I was like, no, this oh, God, guy should okay. be here. But meanwhile, just like literally, like it was whatever, like, gotcha. and like, yeah. like it literally, it's just, it's literally just a piece of paper. Once we got, once you get to the regular season, obviously, you know what it is, but like, right. even in training camp, like, even if like, like, let's say like, okay. So one day, like I was like, I was like, okay, well this, this guy took first team reps ahead of this guy and it's like in the grand scheme of things that we're not going to put that out there even though we probably knew what it was going to be so like if you go back and look at some of those old depth charts of like 2013 2014 <laughs> like like fucking like somebody like marcus wheaton was probably like fucking not even on the paper so, like, <laughs> or, like or not marcus wheaton no marcus wheaton was a young guy back then like your right. Sammy coats or something whatever i don't yeah. know like like he didn't even make the chart whatever um but yeah but going back to going back to um Collins tweet. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go again. I'm not talking about depth chart, but I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go to what where I think he was where I think he was thinking or what I think he was thinking. Whatever it is, Kenny Pickett's older. Ben Roethlisberger was much younger. True. So if you're gonna invest in a 24 year old quarterback, maybe you don't want to see him taking third team reps. However, but I want to yeah. say this. Or maybe you shouldn't
1: draft a 24 year old
3: quarterback. Well, there's that. There's that. There's that. But then Ooh. there's also like. There's also that Kenny Pickett, I know he's 24, and he did have a good receiving court pit. Like the dude just needs to get his feet wet. Like, this isn't, you know, and here's the other thing, too. So we'll talk about Deontay Johnson. Let's talk about Deontay Johnson. But let's just say, let's just say Claypool and Deontay Johnson didn't show up this this these for these OTAs. And then Thomas said, you know what, Kenny, run first team. So he's running first team with uh
4: George Pickens and Calvin Austin.
3: I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, well our rookies, but that, is yeah. it, Cody White. Yes. Yeah. Cody White. Cody, Cody White would be a star. Yeah. Nico Busy. Rico has gone, but Anthony
4: Miller. Miller. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Miles Boykin.
3: Stephen Steven Sims yeah. Miles Boykin. Jr. I yeah. keep forgetting about, about Boykin. So so my my point being is that like it's it like I don't read anything into it, although I do understand what he's saying because Kenny Pickett is older. If, and you, If and that's you,
0: what his intent was, then I, I would agree with that.
3: And then I, I you in, you saying. invested a first round pick yeah. into an older quarterback who's running third team reps. Good I bad. mean, when Ben was drafted, he was 21. twenty one. He was okay, 20, twenty when he was
1: drafted. Okay. I think he turned twenty one. He turned twenty one in March. March, March right before the draft. And and, and
3: if yeah, it wasn't right. for yeah. those injuries, our twenty four, our two thousand four season does not end up fifteen and one.
2: Oh no, maybe,
3: nope. I mean, maybe I still think they would have been really good because they had a good running game, they had a good yeah, offensive standing line, they had a good running defense. game. Yeah, but I, they were not going to be fifteen and one nah. with Tommy Maddox or Charlie. I mean, Maddox. he
1: he just kept pulling crazy, crazy third down conversions out of his yes. ass. Yes, and yes. for and 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 uh, red zone conversions. It was like, how the f- what the hell? So, that was why. Like the third or fourth game
3: in, Coward was like, yeah, okay, this guy's a starter. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so like I can understand where Colin's coming from, but like, you know, in in in, in if I don't want to see Kenny Pickett play this year, but then part of me is like, well, they 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 invested a first round pick, so maybe I do want to see him play. I hope, I hope, truly that they have a problem
1: next year because they have a first round pick, mm-hmm. and because Mr. Trubisky is killing it and they they have to make a really, really hard decision. That would be a great position to be in because that would mean this team won, eh, you know, 10 or 11 games. Mm -hmm. And I I think that more realistically, they're going to win eight or nine. But, I mean, if Trubisky comes out and really lights it up and and forces him to make a really hard decision, that would be ideal. Really would.
4: Yeah. Ian, you looked like you were going to jump in there. Oh, I was gonna remind people, you know, what I always say when we talk about quarterback depth charts that Landry Jones was number two on the quarterback depth chart going into the final preseason game. Yeah, when he didn't play at all and then got cut. So True. you should read nothing into who's it's taking what team snaps. They should have kept him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Objectively, yes, they should have. In Ultimately, retrospect, yeah. the the other thing I'll say to to Ben's point too. It's very possible that with three preseason games this year, each of the three quarterbacks may start one of them just so they can kind of see how each one plays against first team defenses. Because last year, Dwayne Haskins, you know, rest in peace, it looked great against backups. And then Fantastic. they let him start that last game against starters, yeah, and it was like, oh, wait, he looked well. great against backups but wasn't quite as good against the starters. Um, so, you know, I, I would not be surprised to see them let each quarterback kind of take, you know, one one game to start. In yeah, pre-season. I'm really curious
0: to see how that comes about. Um, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, guys, but, you know, Deontay Johnson uh, did show up this week at OTAs after not being there for the first uh, week. Um, you know, I, I mean, look, we, we've we talked about this many times, that when the season ended, um, he was probably looking at maybe $15 million a year, and then the Jaguars jumped uh, in and decided to pay Christian Kirk $20 million a year. Um, you know, what what kind of position is he in, Ben? That, uh, is he in any kind of favorable position or advantageous position for himself, or is he just going to have to play this year?
1: he's just gonna have to play and i mean you you know uh, unless unless he decides to make you know a a more i don't know friendly deal structure lower signing bonus um something along those lines i mean and uh, i don't know that he's gonna do that he doesn't have to um you know, and and if his agent has got anything to tell he's gonna say, you know, you're you're a twenty million dollar a year plus guy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: go out there, put out some good tape, and let's go back into free agency in March, at which point the Steelers will franchise him. And that's ultimately what I think is gonna happen. I think the Steelers are gonna sure. they're going to put together a deal for Minka. That's gonna take forever, as usual, and when I they're done, he was
3: already done like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and when they're done,
1: they're going to, you know, they're going to turn their sights to to Deontay with what little time they have left. He's going to feel slighted. Um, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I,
0: he has to understand that Minka's is the priority, though, doesn't he?
4: Well, I mean, I think Vince Williams tweet from the other day summed it up perfectly. It said, you know, Deontay should definitely get paid, but Minka should get paid first. Right. And that's that's the perfect summation of the situation we're in. Yeah. And yeah.
0: And I think you as a
4: player, you got Yeah. yeah. Christian Kirk got 18 million a year. Right. right? Which is
1: insane. It is insane. Um, He's never had a
3: hundred yard game. Right.
1: He didn't get 20, he got 18, but he he did he's gonna get 22 and a half this year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. And yeah. his yeah. full guarantee is 37. 37 million dollars for that guy. It, it's the it is the equivalent of the Joe Flacco contract that the Ravens put out that right you know, reset that, that yeah. reset the quarterback market completely mm-hmm. because you had a bunch of guys that went, Yeah, um, I'm better than him. And uh, you're going to have to pay me more. Right. And it just, you know, quarterback was going, da, 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 Here we go. Mm-hmm. And went way mm-hmm. up, shot all mm-hmm. the way up overnight because of that contract. And this deal with Christian Kirk, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. It absolutely obliterated the wide receiver market. Now you got guys that are going, Hey, I, you know, I didn't deserve to get 30. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ryan, what's it like around that facility when you know guys want and maybe even deserve new deals? Is there a different vibe around there with those players or is it pretty much just business as usual?
3: Um, I think I, I'm very grateful that I worked there during the time that I did. Sure. Um because, would so? huh, you say? How so? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they used to, to win playoff games. Um, <laughs> 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 um,
2: uh, <laughs> Ouch.
3: Ew, need to be I, like, I'll be gone five years in July. I quit five years ago in July, and they haven't won a playoff game since I left. I'm the asshole. Blame me. Wow. Um, but no, like. I'm grateful I worked there at a time that I did because of the veterans that were on the team. Um, and social media was, as, was not as big as it was now. And I, and I, mean I, you know, guys like Lamar Woodley, um, you know, even Antonio Brown early on um, Troy, Paul Amalu, like the, you know, those were, those were, those were the questions that needed to be asked, but they would, they would respectfully be like that's between my you know my agent and the Rooneys right. you know I don't want to talk about that blah 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 and they and they and they 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 showed up you know um fortunately those sort of those types of those types of extensions once the season started and the business started the Steelers right. don't do those things in season mm-hmm. so so it's always, it's the mood is always so much lighter in the off season. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, for sure. It's Always. So like, so like, even when you knew like a guy was upset or whatever, he didn't make it apparent to his teammates. He didn't make it apparent to the media. And he especially didn't make it apparent to his teammates in front of the media. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, now it's just totally different. And I haven't, I haven't been there. Since you know, that's been five years now. I haven't been there. But mm-hmm. you see what players do on social media. Uh, you see what players do, you know, when they post screenshots on social media. <laughs> like, like I don't think players hold back as much as they used to. So right. um, There's that guy that, that just did that uh just did a podcast like this with a guy who
1: was uh working for I don't know, some 49ers site, and he got a linebacker. Oh, I see. Yeah, I sent I sent that to you. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. got a linebacker and, on yeah. on his show, and the, the linebacker just had a problem with him and just started talking shit. It was like, yeah, oh, and, and your yeah. comment was, "This is the generation that grew up on social media." Yeah,
3: no, yeah, no. That that's oh. a, no, it's a perfect example, and I, I can't remember. It's it was forgive me but it was a it was a it was a 49ers linebacker and yeah he, he went on a he went on a, a podcast like a very reputable podcast right order that that i didn't see anything he had any 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 sort of negativity about him uh-huh. and this this player was like just just like like basically like you aren't shit like you nobody fucks with you and like the reporter was like like sort of he was playing it cool at first and then right. finally like he was like listen Listen, you're gonna, if you're going to come on my podcast and you're going to do this, like, then tell me what the problem is. And and I agree now, like nobody talks about things anymore. Like, right. So anyway, so I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick's going to be doing that. And going back to what Ian said earlier about a Vince, a Vince Williams tweet, like Vince mm-hmm. Williams, I think tweeted mm-hmm. also this week, like, like you know, you know, Minka's staring at Omar every time he sees him in the facility. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's like, I know, I don't really think that's happening, but. I would say that the main difference between now and then is that players have many more avenues to be vocal about being frustrated about something, and also too, like Ben just said, like this this generation of players grew up on social, and and it's just totally totally different. So that's why I'm all again. That's why I'm grateful. I, got, I worked there when I did. It, so it must be very. It has to be very. You don't, very you don't challenging see to work Eric acting like this,
1: huh? let's see Aaron Smith or Heath Miller acting like this
3: uh you know. no nor ZZ James Barrier or yeah. or even Troy like i mean th- i mean there was one there was one mo- there was one summer yeah it was a summer heading into the thing and i swear like i've never heard like Troy was just like um i'm going to leave that between uh, my agents and the runes and like it was just like constant like every time like yeah, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna, do, you know, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> like, all right, but now, like, it would be like, you know, player would go on social, we'll be like, I yeah. want, you know, I want the, and then like the money bag emoji or whatever. Yeah. I right. There. I don't. I'm just, but right. Well, wow. I don't. But and, I don't. I don't blame those new. I don't blame the younger players. I don't blame the newcomers because it's they just grew up differently, but. Yeah, I don't know wow. what it's like in there now, but remember I remember the young like money crew, the wide receiver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay. I'm jumping in on this one because I will yes, contend I do that, that the young money crew Bunch of did more bags. damage to the locker room than any other group of players in a long time.
1: Okay. How so? Yeah, okay. Let's expand well, yeah. upon that.
4: Okay. I mean, I mean, think about it here that you had. Before them, I mean, you had like Heinz Ward. Keep in mind, and... Heinz
0: was still there at that time. Heinz was, was still there. Yeah. Heinz yeah.
1: was wicked fucking smart. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You, that you you guy Hines,
4: was bright. You had Heinz Ward there when they came in. Yep. And then you had Mike Wallace and drafted one year in, I think, 2009. And then the following year, you had Emmanuel Sanders in the third round and Antonio Brown in the, the, sixth and the sixth round. Correct. And I think like – I'm. From what I recall, like Mike Wallace was really the driver behind a lot of that young money Bugatti boys, all that stuff. I thought uh-huh. it was Sanders, was it was it Wallace? I think I always, it was Wallace. Ryan, Wallace you were there. Wallace. Who was it? I mean they were all neither involved. Party but... yeah. neither party was innocent. Neither party was innocent. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that was a that was a perfect that was that was a perfect power, storm that was a power right there. That was but... a power trio. <laughs> but they, but they were all really nice and, and, and good to work with. Even yeah. Antonio at that time. Like they were yeah. just yeah. And that that's the thing you hear about A B all the time. Even despite the fact that
1: he's crazy. Sorry, he's also equal equal parts gregarious and generous and outgoing and and will go out of his way to to help guys that might make the practice squad just to show them how to work. But he can mm-hmm. also be a real douche. Mm-hmm. So, he's a creature of extremes.
4: Well, Remember I, I... When, when AB came into the league, like, there were stories about him, like, giving his credit card to people, being like, go buy me a pair of shoes and buy yourself one, too. Like, yeah. that, like he was... I think over time, you know, as Ben, you've said, he surrounded himself with more and more sycophants that just told him everything he was doing mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. That he became more of the douche and less of the you know... No gregarious question. um you know yeah. helpful personality yeah yeah
3: the, no 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 question the funniest thing about the young money crew that i remember was they got t-shirts made or they got like clothes uh-huh. made uh-huh. oh you gotta be fucking kidding me and it was like the smallest side they had size they had was a double x so like i couldn't even <laughs> wear a shirt But then, <laughs> but then other players started getting shirts made and I swear to God, it was Isaac Redman that got a shirt, and nobody wanted it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor
3: Isaac. Dude, Isaac listen, listen I, It's funny when you. Th- it's funny because we always talk. We talk like we talk about Le'Veon Bell, and we talk about obviously Naj. Now, but yeah, yeah. but the Steelers had unsung heroes at running back for like Gary Russell scored yeah. a touchdown yeah. in or Super Bowl Four. Was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Isaac Redman. Won, Isaac Redman had won that the game AFC in North, Baltimore
4: I, where he. I, Spun yeah. through My the entire year, Ravens. Won the North. Tebow. Yeah, so
3: I will always love that guy for that moment. Yeah, of play. He's yeah. only like the like he had. It was the Tebow game, but he rushed for like 130 yards in a playoff game, and he was like only the second undrafted yeah. person and always gets to do so. Yep. Like yeah. it, anyway, but yeah, Young Money Crew. They weren't as bad as he thought, but. Eh. The personalities
4: personalities, also kind of changed the the locker room dynamic. I I I felt like that, you know, they, they definitely, you know, they wanted to get paid and, you know, like, Mike Wallace basically got offered a contract and turned it down and they turned around and gave the same deal to Antonio Brown, which <laughs> no, in retrospect, they, they gave AB being, less no, yeah. in retrospect wound up being the right decision. Cause AB was oh, a better receiver, sure. but sure. yeah, um, you know, it was, it was a lot more about the, the whole crew felt like Who's they were that a lot guy? more about Who's me that than guy the team.
1: Who wrote the tweet at the time that letting Mike Wallace walk and sending it Antonio Brown was an idiotic, Oh fuck! I asked him about it like two years later. For once he, it wasn't me. I he, I roasted he,
4: some dudes on Twitter for those he tweets. He blocked, blocked me by a lot of people. Was it he, Chris Wessling? I think it was Wessling. It was yes, Wessling because he blocked Westling me for wrote this that tweet up about too. what
1: a, what an idiotic move it was for the Steelers to let Mike Wallace walk and sign Antonio Brown. Oh, a lot of people thought that. Antonio Brown yeah. wasn't nearly as good as Mike Wallace. And I was like, yeah, a couple years later. So how'd that work out for you? And that was yeah. all I asked him. I wasn't yeah. even like, I didn't caption his tweet. I didn't do anything. It was a reply. Fucker blocked me just for yeah. asking. Wow.
4: All right. So nice. the dude died of cancer last year, so we shouldn't really call him a fucker. Anymore, Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah.
1: He was being a fucker that day.
4: Oh, <laughs> he, blocked, he blocked me for, I think I just screenshotted the tweet and he blocked me for it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. See? Yeah,
1: Ian, uh, Ian, your, It was a sensitive fucker. <laughs> uh, on that note, real quick,
0: let me just remind everybody, we are part of the Pigskin Podcast Network, which means we are very pleased to be working with DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA Finals, I believe, started tonight. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 on any team, in this case, Celtics or Warriors, and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Uh, nice. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet five dollars on either the Celtics or the Warriors to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's
1: promo code TPPN only at
0: DraftKings
1: Sportsbook. Nice. Uh hey, Ryan, yeah, good choice. Good choice in red wine. I, I'm just, I, I'm red a wine. huge fan of red wine. That's me though. You know,
3: weird. I just I guess you in, agree, in, wine. I you know I'm cutting back, so I'm gonna go hard healthy. You know, it's not listen, it's dark horse. Uh Katy Perry did not endorse that, but that's all right.
1: Oh. Um is it is it table wine, is it a red blend, or is it some varietal? It's,
3: it's cab salve, uh it's whatever it means. Okay. It's a bold complex oak. Yeah, um, okay. and it's nine dollars right. and ninety nine cents a bottle. Fuck, you know, yeah. <laughs> or, I'm not fancy. I'm, You're not a
1: big, I'm not as fancy as fuck. You're cutting yourself way, way too
3: short. <sighs> You're classy well, as fuck. I are, uh, Ryan, did you
4: have another thought on that last thing? I was like, you were going to say no, something. Ian, no,
3: Ian, no. So, about the Young Money crew, it was. Oh, yeah. They They all were in a, they were all in one of the corners of the locker room. And. Separated? No, so they were all in. A, they were all yeah. In, that's bad news, right all there. In, in one of the corners of the. locker room. I was going room. to say they're in the same position. But there were, like they putting be, the three worst kids in seats next to each other. But there are <laughs> four. There are actually six. Cor- there's six corners in that locker room. There's four, and then there's two when you walk through the doors. So they were one of six, but the other ones, the other one, the other stations were Ben, Heath, Harrison foot and such it's like Ben and Ferrier, foot Harrison Hampton so like yeah like that was like the one corner so of the room were, were they on an island by themselves away
1: from Heinz or did he keep him in line so
3: Heinz Heinz locker he was like was old money Hines's, guy right so Heinz locker before yeah. he left was that corner they were in okay good so, Mike, Mike Wallace, I believe, took that over. Okay. And then Sanders and Brown were there too. And then that eventually became, leave me on Bell's Locker.
0: Oh. oh. boy. So, that's kind of the corner of. Um,
3: it's actually the night. It's actually when notoriety. you walk in lo- a locker room and make an immediate right, that's a right. nice corner to have. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> All, like right. All right. Prime real estate.
0: Sounds like the corner of juvenile. Behavior or something like that, I don't know. Uh, the one thing I did want to talk about also before uh, we uh, wrap things up tonight is the offensive line. Um, Are we done? Well, not yet, but but here, let me start it with this way. Uh, Ian, if if we assume the starting line is going to be Dan Moore, uh, Kevin Dotson, Mason Cole, James Daniels, and Chooks Accord for of okay. those five, who's your biggest
4: concern right now? Aquarafor. Um, I, really? I mean, <sighs> he's. Did you watch Mason Cole Would you let him speak? Yeah, Hold on. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I'm not convinced on the interior of the line that it's going to be Mason Cole. I think. I think okay. they like Kendrick Green in some respect. I don't know if they like him as a center or a guard, but I think they—I think they want him to compete for something. Is kind of my gut feeling. Um, his, I,
0: his, let me say real quick: Green's comments this morning. We're all about left guard. Yep. He's more comfortable. Yep. He's enjoying it. Way he happy. It. Yeah. yeah. It's no, almost like they
3: that's... shouldn't that's... fucking put him that center in the first place. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Maybe they so, shouldn't yeah. have drafted What's
3: wrong him? with Hassan Saucer B.J. Hassan Saucer. <laughs> Hassan Saucer.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 I really so, hope so, Hassan Saucer's on the team again this year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Ian, I mean. I, your point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Ian.
4: Sorry. No, it's it's fine. Um, But. Like, if if Green's more comfortable at left guard, that's also Kevin Dotson's Mm -hmm. position. So you kind of have Mm -hmm. two left guards on this roster now. And, like, where do you go with that? And is there even a... I mean, that could be one of those surprise camp competitions that, like, Dotson loses his spot that, you know, like a couple years ago when we had a long snapper competition that no one actually (laughs) knew we were having a long snapper competition. Like, you know, I, I... Dan Moore shouldn't have had to play last year, but he did have to play. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I've been on record on this show of saying that Dan Moore had his struggles, but he tried. He tried really hard. And he he I think he got better. He got better went on. And yeah. And yeah. He 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 put in the work and you know, would he have been better with a red shirt year to be able to come in this year? Having learned some stuff, probably, yeah. But he's also got that in game experience now. And some of it was just, you know, learning through experience. And you take your lumps and you learn from them and you go from there. So, like, I, I'm okay with Dan Moore. I think he'll be all right. Um, a Cora 4 scares me on the right side. Um, just cause I, he's not a great run blocker no. and he's not real good at defending against speed rushers on the edge. And, a lot of teams now, you know, it's not necessarily... So what does he the, do
1: well? Uh,
4: I don't know. He's very um, good at kicking
1: a soccer ball. He you need to is, come up with something positive or you're going to be labeled negative.
4: All right, he's a he's a large human being. He's very good <laughs> at being a large human being. I'm very good at being a large human being. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I mean, they... they a core four was probably last year, their most consistent lineman, but I don't know if that's saying a whole lot, um, but he wasn't like, it, he wasn't like consistently great either. He was just kind of like consistently. Okay. So, um, you know, and the tackle spot that, that worries me, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the guards on the inside, you can, you can help a little bit with the center position. It's interior pressure is bad. Interior pressure kills your offense. We saw that with Sean Mahan in you know 2009 before we drafted Pouncy. We saw that yeah. last year with Kendrick Green. Interior pressure just destroys everything you want to do. Um, center is, is definitely a concern with what whoever starts, Mason Cole or whoever else. But, you know, I feel like you can help the centers with the guards and especially having – James Daniels next to whoever the center is, mm-hmm. I think will be better than having the statue formerly known as Trey Turner standing next to whoever <laughs> the center was. Um, so but my, my concern on the outside is with a core for that. If you get a speed rush around the outside, you can't help with that. There's no one there to help you. As a center, if you get beat, there might be a guard there to be able to help you, or at least a running back kind of Mm -hmm. looking straight ahead. If you get beat on a speed rush around the outside, you're in trouble. So I will turn it over to someone else now who will tell you why. Ben, I'll ask you that
0: same question. Of those five guys,
1: who's your biggest concern? Who's my biggest concern of the five guys? Uh, Mason Cole. Um, His his film, especially at center, is... um, Underwhelming. Um, he he reminds me a bit of the aforementioned Sean Mahan, Sean Mahan, whatever the fuck his name was.
4: He I don't spent know. More he's t- Mayhan spent more time on his back than back. He was standing. Yeah, up yeah. Hans, yeah. He, he was turtled so many times.
1: Cole so. tends to get overwhelmed <clears throat> um at that position. I'd I'd rather see him at guard. So that's my biggest. <laughs> That's your concern. issue. Um, I wasn't a fan of the uh Chuksacora for extension, as we've discussed before right. on this show. But looking at it, it's really a one-year deal for like nine and a half million, nine point three five, I think. So it's not it's really a reflection more of what Chuk's market was than what the Steelers were willing to do for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a long term deal, but it's not. 'Cause after the first year, the guaranteed money's gone and right. he's there or he's not, you know. Yeah. So they, they can move on. Um, Dan Moore, as we've talked about, I think he got better as the season went on. I think it's a it's a terrible way to get introduced to the league trial by fire, but it's going to have made him a better player. I think he responded, and that's what you look for. He did, and he's gonna get better over the course of the offseason. Both through you know soft work and getting stronger, bigger, mm-hmm. faster, um, he's he's gonna get better. You know, just just working on technique. So I I think it was hard going mm-hmm. through that year with with Dan at, at left tackle, but he's gonna get better as a result. And I think at some point he's gonna be a you know a pretty decent, if not pretty good, left tackle. Um, at guard, you know, you've got Dotson. Um, who is competing with Kendrick Green. Um, And you got Je- Jeff, Daniel- Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it, Harry. Hey. We're really doing it.
1: At times, it's dumber and dumber on that line. Yeah, it is. You got James Daniels at uh, right guard. Um, and he's... I think he's going to be pretty dominant. Now, if it were me, and it's not, I would shake things up there. I, I would put Daniels at center because he's played center and let him adjust to that spot now Mm -hmm. and make him the de facto leader of, of the offensive line, Um, put Dotson at right guard, which is his natural position and have him fight it out with Mason Cole and basically say, Mason Cole, you're going to compete at both guard spots and we're going to see what happens. So you're going to be competing with, with Dotson. And with Kendrick green. And if, you know, if you can make it work, you'll be a starter. And if not, you'll be the swing guy. And you'll get a, you'll get a helmet every week, but you won't necessarily mm-hmm. play all the snaps. Uh,
0: Ryan, They, you're, they didn't uh, ask
1: me what I thought as we've discussed before. So. Well, uh, yeah,
0: I, I, occasionally we get calls. We just aren't always available. to yeah, take them as no. busy as we
1: are. Uh, the people that ask me what I think don't, don't, uh, don't have any input and in, in who gets playing time. Right. Um, uh...
0: Ryan, your thoughts. The one guy that worries you the most on that offensive line as it currently exists.
3: Um, I just – I do want to say, Ben, I, James Daniels uh, has familiarity with – Jeff. Trubisky. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd Christmas. Has, <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd and Harry have – no. James Daniels has familiarity with Mitch Trubisky he wasn't at center. He was a left guard, but still that could mean something. Um, I do agree Mason and I'm not a tape. I'm not an evaluator by any stretch, but I do. I, I do agree. that Mason Cole's tape is whatever. So I'm going to say that I'm going to go different. I'm going to say that my biggest question mark, and I don't mean that I'm just saying this just to disagree, but I'm going to go with Kevin Dotson. He's had injury problems. Yeah. and, And if you can't beat out Kendrick green, um, then we got we got some issues. So, and I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying that like you never know how that plays into someone's psyche or your know, mentality or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he has had issues uh, with with injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think actually I think there's actually a lot of pressure on him. I um, agree. Yeah, and I, I think that's and I think for... he's I think he absolutely will win that battle. But you know, I just think that you know that that is still a question mark.
0: I, I would just like to add that, and this is not surprised anyone, but uh, on the field last year, prior to the Titans game, Dotson was was not playing that week, was not in pads, and he was bigger than most people in pads. Um, he is a large human yes. being. Uh, and, and his father, I saw at a tailgate hours earlier, is about the same size. Those two could do some serious damage, uh, let me tell you um i i mean everything you guys said is true i uh, you know and ben mentioned it in our in our messaging you know this offense is going to be based on what that offensive line does i don't care how many jet sweeps and anything else that gets going it's and not quarterback yeah and quarterback yeah oh yeah yeah don't get me wrong it's QB driven too but that O line man if they don't play better than they did last year it's not gonna matter
1: um it, yeah, it's yeah, if they can't be not... at least a respectable unit, right? It, this team is seriously, it's like they're they're playing with one arm tied behind their back.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, no, nobody's saying they gotta be top five. I, they, they just need to be respectable. I, I think yeah. that's um that's fair. Um before we do close things out, there was a very important topic that we did discuss earlier this week in our messaging, oh, and that of course is um what is the best classic rock song ever? Ian wanted me to do a top five. I can't. I just can't come up with
4: top five. Too, not, many, so, so the background too many great here, songs for me. Too the many the great background ones. here is that Yenzer's No... That Memorial Day weekend means it's time for the yeah. DVE Memorial Day 500, which is where they they count down the 500 greatest. Doesn't I was
0: so, just win that automatically? No, so, no. Yeah, I, I was gonna say
1: the, I was gonna say sticks, but the, the, oh, wow.
4: the way the the way the list is put together is always a little bit nebulous. That they have a fan voting that portion that kind of or, where you can submit your top ten. But then it's also somewhat super based nebby. on like the songs they played the most really over nebby. the last year or two. Okay. So not
3: your business. <laughs> so they,
4: they they don't they're not super transparent about how this list is put together. Right. Um, you know, that being said, that I and I
1: heard they hate the fucking Eagles, especially when they've had a hard day. Uh, hey, the dude uh, odds. Get out of my did, cab. so what was <laughs> what was number one on their Memorial
0: Day uh, list this year?
4: bohemian rhapsody was number one this year oh
0: yes wow okay uh, that's actually year, my number one
4: last year it was back in black I guess they were right stairway no, seriously stairway which should be number one was I, number two, I was each say. of the last two years back
1: in black was number one last um why
4: yeah but i, I like i said they, they don't they they're not super transparent it's about like how the kool-aid of
1: classic go. rock songs okay I mean, it's good but it ain't that good
4: yeah so, if you're asking me, "Stairway" should be number one, and that's the yeah. end of the conversation.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree too.
0: It's got a little bit of everything you want in a classic yeah. rock song. Uh, Scarps, do you
3: have any uh, input on this? Yeah. Uh, so,
4: <laughs> Ryan has a lot of music opinion. Yeah, Let's I do. I'm
3: a, I'm a I'm a prick, but no. Got a fucking guitar. chords for we it. we fall into these. Traps and these and these we we get really super nostalgic. Wow. So so uh, so uh, you know Bohemian Rhapsody the movie comes out and, oh, yeah, that's, and yep, even yep. though even though listen if you don't know the fucking opening scene to Wayne's World <laughs> I don't want to talk to you right now. Okay, so so Bohemian Rhapsody comes out and and and, and the song. He's number one on iTunes yeah. and all this shit and we fall into this trap I mean, and honestly is broke. there a bad queen song? Is there even one that's bad? I mean, I'm not I, not I like I like Queen. Yeah. I like Queen. I love Freddie Mercury. I think Freddie yeah. Mercury. I think Freddie I, awesome. think, I think Freddie Mercury is the greatest frontman of all time. Not greatest singer, but just greatest frontman of all time. Okay. You
0: take all things considered.
3: All yeah. things considered. Yeah. So, I do love Bohemian Rhapsody. But it is not the greatest rock song of all time. That Why is just... a big Skynyrd fan.
4: Hey, Sweet Home Alabama <laughs> was number five this year. Easy. Fuck yeah. that. It was ahead
3: sure. of Freebird, which is a fucking joke. Anyway. I lived in the South, and that anyway, sucks. No. Anyway, my point is the greatest rock and roll song of all time go ahead. is Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. That's, That's crazy. Crazy there that's a it, good is, choice. it is of the, the the riff the lyrics yep. the beat everybody wishes they could write satisfaction bohemian Rhapsody, bohemian Rhapsody oh, is it's an really it's like that. an epic. Oh, that's it's like chat' odd, it's an uh, Odysseus you know it's it, 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 but nobody could write satisfaction no
0: nah, i by the and I'm a Beatles light. guy
3: and I'm a Beatles guy Thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, the Beatles another one. They don't have they don't have a bad song that I've ever heard.
0: Uh, ben, so what would be your uh, top?
1: You know, I, when you guys started talking about this today, I thought to myself, you know, I really I don't care. I <laughs> I, I just I don't care. Somehow I knew he was going to say that. I, I wanted to know how this was going to help The Steelers be successful this year And then I was like you know what there are some really great songs So yeah, yeah Bohemian Rhapsody was Number one um, I would like it noted for the record That um, Led Zeppelin and the Bee Gees Are both white people With high voices making bad music Sorry Wow yeah. <clears throat> Damn and also that I once saw the Rolling Stones live 1991 and they were horrible Steel oh! which, which just fucking killed me. Yeah, I'm a huge terrible. fan. I'm a huge fan and they were awful. That might have might have been because the the Rage Against the Machine opened and then Guns N' Roses and then the Stones came out and I was like Wait, Really?
0: have been cuz you were like
3: super drunk though. No. Okay. He definitely did not get any satisfaction. No, he did no. not.
1: No, and and that's that's a it, fucking epic song. I have to, That's a really good it choice, actually. That was a dad yeah. joke. Oh, so yeah. I, I would be <laughs> satisfied. Um, I think myself. I did throw in Hotel California just to to piss off. It's a great story, uh, my buddy Dan, who is a uh, huge Eagles yeah, I, fan. I am not. disappointed. There's no Bob Seger <laughs> in this top ten. Though. There's no Bob Seger. There's got to uh, be Bob. I mean, Bob O'Reilly.
3: Though. Oh yeah!
1: Oh yeah! Eminence front!
3: Oh yeah! Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Like the Who. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Purple Haze. Oh, Jimmy. And Man. Purple Haze, arguably, I, I, I threw it down there as number five, but probably should be like number two.
3: Well, it, maybe even number one. I I don't know. It, it's uh, mm. the way that guitar sounded. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Yeah. Is revolutionary. Yes. Like that, yeah, that's that's, it, that's a know? great point. I got yeah. a I got a white strat back there. Yeah. Why uh
0: well I'm looking at the list. Ian has posted a list over here in our yeah. chat. And, and why is sweet child of mine in there? I
3: don't picture not like a classic rock person. Dude. a classic rock. We talked about this. Fucking Pittsburghers <laughs> love that fucking song. The, the why it was a couple oh. years ago. Oh. A couple- a couple years ago, "Sweet Emotion" by Aerosmith was like top five. Get the yeah. fuck out of here with that! <laughs> I remember that.
4: Didn't didn't Dream On win it one year? Like in the like I feel like that's I a solid like song, really but not
1: number one.
0: Yeah. Song yeah. I mean, early
4: early maybe, Aerosmith was pretty good.
1: Maybe top like, twenty, top maybe like, number, number one.
4: Uh, there was that one Aerosmith song won it one year, and I feel like it was when I was in high school in the early two thousands. That like, it was either "Sweet Emotion" or "Dream yeah, On." I
3: think it was. Yeah. I think it,
1: it was. You guys were talking two. Warren Zevon the other day, which I was just fucking <laughs> blown away by. because I never heard anybody make a reference to that actually ever, like since high school.
0: Hank Williams Jr. version of Lawyers, Guns, and Money is better than Warren Zevon's. I have I'm not heard saying. that one. Yeah, it's good. It's really? Good.
3: Yeah. But yeah, okay. anyway, Sweet Child of Mine. Listen, Guns and Roses, <laughs> I like Guns and Roses, but Sweet right? Child of Mine isn't the fourth best song on Appetite. There's for the no, special, no way. Okay. All right. I mean, like, what the
1: fuck? No. Welcome to the jungle. I don't know. I think it might be be fourth.
4: Paradise City. Paradise City. Mr. Brownstone.
1: Mr. Brownstone. Okay, it's not fourth. You're right. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) The Rocket Queen?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Listen, great fucking album. Uh, I've had one. Oh yeah. my god, that was a well, great album. But I know yeah. my you
3: album.
0: Have, uh, you've all just listened to our uh, musical... Uh, uh, all t- right,
1: hold on. T-
4: you've all I, I to... just
1: listened to us embarrass ourselves. Yeah, I to say On live podcast. The the one what song we, we
4: didn't mention, which finished, I believe, top five, both of the, or at least top ten both of the last two years, was Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd, which is a really... Eh. It's... It's it's a good song, but it's almost to the point where it gets overplayed on the radio because you hear it eh, so much.
3: Comfortably numb is a top five classic rock song of all time. Comfortably
4: numb is very good. Yes,
3: Eh. well, Well, yeah,
4: it's extremely good when you're also comfortably numb. Exactly. (laughs) If you're if
0: you're Uh, you got
1: a lot of substances running through your body, right, right, awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you're
3: just hanging out in the house, But eh, but I think that. That was their biggest hit in the U.S. ever. I think that. that I think that also that yeah. stuff carries weight too. It does.
0: It does. There's no doubt. And uh, next week we'll be talking about our favorite classical music uh, no, we of all time. No, we beat probably. oven. No. Uh, anyway, I'm getting us out of here. You've listening. Been listening to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And as always, hey. Go Steelers. Ravens suck.